Hey there, sisters. Sadly, during the recording of this episode, the fan on my computer turned on and I didn't hear it because I had things in my ears because that's the way we podcast. So the entire time, it sounds like I have an air fryer going in the background. I apologize. It's 100% my fault and I will not let it happen again. Okay, I'm sorry. On with the show. This episode is sponsored by You Are an Artist Chalk Pastel. And Kate, we have a message from Nana. I love it when we get messages from Nana. I do too. She's the best. I know. Hello, this is your friend Nana, and you are an artist. I want you to gather around while I tell you a story about two magical sisters. (laughs) Oh no, I should have read this first. Who are funny and highly successful. They encourage homeschool moms and dads across the country and around the world. The sisters are... (laughs) Nana gonna make me cry. The sisters are really magical. They offer advice, extol the newest curriculum, and have superb guests like us on their podcasts. <laughs> oh my goodness. All with a biscuit in each hand. Biscuits are like one of my without favorite a things. We do it without a biscuit. Oh, it, oh, it says without a biscuit. See, I just automatically said that I had a biscuit in my hand because biscuits are one of my favorite things in the entire world. Okay. We sure love our sweet friends, Kate and Kara. Uh, who we have crowned as honorary southerners so it's okay for me to have biscuits (laughs) totally (laughs) but i'm not putting sugar in my tea that's where i put my foot down um okay so once upon a time i said this and they they included it um and it's true uh the thing is i kind of want nana to adopt us um Mm -hmm. but since you know That would require lots of paperwork, and we don't like doing that. Um, (laughs) We have the next best thing, which is that Nana comes right to our kitchen table when we do talk pastels lessons. It's so true. I actually just had Nana at my kitchen table a few minutes ago, teaching my kids how to make a great horned owl. Oh, that sounds fun. It was. Siobhan says, as a mama to four kids, finding lessons that can meet all of my children's needs and interests is a challenge. When we came across lessons from You Are an Artist, I was blown away. There is something for everyone, adults included. My children love the variety of lessons from seasonal drawings, holiday themes, to animals, and so much more. Honestly, the hardest part about the membership is deciding which lessons to do that day. We just had this problem. (laughs) I love that we can incorporate something they love within our educational studies. The I Drew It, Then I Knew It series has a monumental variety of detailed lessons from geography, artist studies, biographies to history, and so much more. It allows us to add a fun, creative art lesson that aligns perfectly with our formal lessons. The videos are so well done. Nana's storytelling and her warm personality makes you feel as if you truly know her. She is encouraging throughout the entire lesson, giving the perfect amount of instructions while making sure not to overwhelm the artist. We absolutely love her lessons. I can say with 100% certainty that You Are an Artist is perfect for ages 3 to 35 and up. Yeah, um, I can attest to the and up part after 35. <laughs> right there with you. Yep. Sure. <laughs> um, and something we love about Chalk Pastels is that um, it's not expensive. You don't have to spend a bunch of money just to get started. Um I think we've all had that experience of being like really excited for something and we get a bunch of supplies and then our kids are kind of like, so, (laughs) but you can start, um, you are an artist chalk pastels with just a few things, um, a set of chalk pastels, construction paper, and, um, Nana always suggests you have a wipe or a wet paper towel just to, you know, wipe your fingers on in between, um, and your kids are going to love it. 
because you are an artist. Use the code SISTERS for 25% off your You Are an Artist Clubhouse membership at chalkpastel.com. And we'll put that in the show notes. Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) We're, um, we're recording this on a very, I mean, strange day, like the, not to get political, but the impeachment thing is going on. There's just a lot happening in our world right now. And yeah, yeah. that's one way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it it was, it was a little, it's a little overwhelming getting back into podcasting and trying to pretend like everything is normal and trying to be encouraging. Right. I think that is the hardest part because I think everyone knows nothing's really normal right now. Right. But we want to be like, we want to be encouraging. We want to provide (laughs) encouragement because we know that homeschooling is hard Sometimes even in the best circumstances, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, when things aren't shut down and you can get to outside classes and activities and programs and, you know, everybody doesn't have to remember a mask and you're not getting your fever checked everywhere you go. And it's just signing 9,000 waivers. <laughs> it's a lot. And I saw somebody, um, this week on Instagram refer, um, refer to like the parents who have kind of been thrust into this as they're not homeschooling, they're emergency schooling. And I think that's so true because I, we've talked about this before, but like how long did you spend, you know, reading books and everything else and then kind of, well, I mean, uh, uh, hold on. How, how quick was your transition? You mean from when your kids were in how old were they? Was one in kindergarten? Yeah, your son oh, was you in mean... kindergarten when you pulled him out of school, right? <laughs> you were talking about this year. I was like, which transition, Kara? <laughs> no, no, there's too many transitions, and then yet not enough transitions because we're all just doing the same thing. <laughs> we, my you mean my oldest... transition from the couch to bed? That transition? Sorry. <laughs> From one bag of chips to the next. (laughs) Um, My oldest had just finished kindergarten. So we started when he started first grade. And that was, and then I had one in, I had two in play-based preschool, if I'm remembering this correctly. And then my daughter started kindergarten and wanted to be homeschooled by like Thanksgiving. She wrote that amazing manifesto. She wrote a manifesto. Is that still off. up at your site? It has to be. We'll have to link to it. Yeah. Have it's to an old one. It. I loved and it, though. And then my youngest was still in the play-based preschool, but we were, like, basically paying for it. He was either sick every day or would refuse to put pants on, which I also have a article <laughs> about. <laughs> and okay. Even, like, it was such a battle to get him to put pants on that we would always be late. I'd have to, like, tackle him and wrestle them on his squirmy body and we would be late because he just didn't like wearing clothes. And then finally I was like, why are we doing this? 
Is that the New Hampshire so in nudist post or whatever? That no, I took that down because that that one got was a lot of. Top- <laughs> well, so- it's called the New England nudist. New England, okay. Just to be funny, the New England nudist. Yes. And this was like, I knew nothing about blogging and I was just writing weird things that I thought were funny. Yeah. And then once I realized a little bit about Google and sites and stuff, it turned out that that was one of my top posts. And I was like, that is so gross. So I took it down. <laughs> it was like search people searching for New England nudists were coming to me. So I was like, just no. So yeah. that one is no longer on the site, but there is okay. one about wearing pants. Yeah. It doesn't have nudist in the title. Yes. And we've talked a lot about the importance of wearing pants or not wearing mm-hmm. pants. Like for kids, it's really not, you know, I mean, if you want to show up wearing shorts in the middle of January or like what have you, that's fine. I subscribe to the idea that if I put on pants, my brain somehow works a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Also a bra and contacts. I, I don't know why um but that is something that like button pants you mean right yes button or pants. Just any pants. no but- see that's the thing where i got in trouble last time too when we talked about this because i was talking about how jamie martin <laughs> from simple homeschool taught me to put on pants because she wrote this book steady mom like way back when we were first starting out homeschooling and she suggests in there like take things seriously put on your like grown-up clothes every day and it will help you be more productive. And for some reason, it is. It's, it is like a cue to my brain, like to put on button pants. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say though, I, I I've let that I've let that slide pretty dramatically. Well, who's really wearing them right now in these times? Yeah, in these hard times, nobody needs button pants. No, I bought a um, very comfortable pair of. They're supposed to be like jeggings. No, not jeggings. What are those other ones? Joggers. Not jeggings. Jeggings. <laughs> no, I'm picturing. I had a traumatic jeggings <laughs> incident, and I can no longer wear them. <laughs> I've, I've never had a pair of jeggings. Um, yeah. The ones that are, like, made of legging material kind of freak me out a little bit. But the ones that no, are, like, these pants. Look like jeans, but, like, and I was following some... in instagram person this was a couple years ago and she was swearing by them and she looked really put together and you couldn't tell they're mm-hmm. from old navy and they were super cheap so i wore them but then it turns out that i had a big big hole in <laughs> the the back side of my jeggings <laughs> one day as i traveled all over our town dropping kids off at various things I actually had an extra kid in tow and i realized <laughs> at night <laughs> And my daughter was like, oh, yeah, I noticed that this morning and I didn't want to embarrass you because the friend was here. I was like, oh, gosh, I wish you had. Yeah. So instead, she just let you like go out around town and yep. visit. And yeah. Yep. yeah, I was at the gymnastics place with my. Yep. Yeah. So well, I don't do jeggings anymore. I meant joggers, but they're not even really joggers. They're like these really super light comfy material and they have like a stretchy waistband and I love them so much that I bought myself a second pair and like I get nervous when I don't have a clean pair because that's like my my that and my Schitt's Creek sweatshirt <laughs> like if I I've been having a lot of doctor's appointments lately not to go too like in depth in that but um I after I get home I'm like I just want my Schitt's Creek sweatshirt and it says um what does it say? Apothecary. 
Rose Apothecary. Um, and <laughs> I was going to say Shit's Apothecary. Oh my goodness. If you have kids <laughs> in the car, please explain to them this is a TV program. Um, but uh, yeah, and I want my like comfortable joggers and like the fluffiest socks I yes. can find. And honestly, that's kind of more of a uniform for me lately. Sometimes I'll take off the sweatshirt um, and put on like, I'll try to put on like a workout tank and like uh because i'm gonna do yoga today and then i'm like when did i have time to do yoga i was just like watching the news and my head was exploding (laughs) like when did i have time to stop and yeah do yoga um doom scrolling yeah oh that's a good word for it yeah i didn't make that up i saw it yeah there's somebody on twitter that changes her actual name to doom scrolling reminder lady so every now and then she'll post something being like are you doom scrolling right now why don't you put down your phone and go have a glass of water (laughs) don't you think i mean part of it for me is i i feel like i am gonna miss something really important because everything changes like every but that's the 24-hour news cycle too you know they're so stinking good at it and i can't pull myself away but I try to make myself pull myself away but we were talking about part of it too is like you can't even right now we're both even having trouble focusing on books which is like yes the big outlet issue yes that was always my escape and my coping for anything in life whether I'm stressed or like whatever yes have you read anything good lately I am reading the invisible life of Addie LaRue I think it's called and it's really good and I know that pre-pandemic Kate would have read it in 24 hours. And it's been two <laughs> right. weeks. Yeah. Well, you sent me a Matt Hegg book. Oh, that was good. The Midnight Library. And mm-hmm. that was really good. And that one helped me kind of get back into a little bit of like, a, like, I just, I know I'm, it's like, that's the giant red flag. Like, I know I'm really in trouble when I can't find anything I want to read nothing is capturing my attention like I'm just yeah so I read that one this is the first time in my entire life it's happened really yeah oh my gosh yeah Yeah. so it's really it's disturbing to me I feel like when I had like little kids I had I struggled with this too um I still read I just walked around it with the ergo (laughs) (laughs) my oldest first book was happy what was it? Happiest baby on the block. Was that one about the yeah. swaddling or some of the shushing and then healthy sleep habits, happy child. I read yeah. all of those out loud. Those are his first chapter books. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember when my son was six months old, we went to um, Maine for a wedding, but like we went up through Canada. It was like this whole thing. It took us like two days to get there. And I read him Stuart Little and he was six months old and, uh-huh. but I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait any longer. I'm like, you've been around mm-hmm. for six months. You must be exposed to the world of Stuart Little. I'm sorry. And so. I love it. Yeah. So we read that driving all around. Uh, yeah. Um, I read The Mother-in-Law by Sally Hepworth. I read, read that. That? During that was the good. That was a book club book. Twisty, kind of, a little dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I read another one like that. And I'm not sure how I felt about it. Because it was written as if, like, the author was in the mystery and, like, some of it was real and some of it wasn't. Somebody's, like, shouting, listening to me, like, it's this book! 
How can you not remember what it's called? Can't remember what it's called. Because I'm behind on my <laughs> bullet journal where I track my books because I couldn't decide if I wanted a new one for January or if I wanted to stick with the old one, which still has like a bunch of pages left in it. And so I just sat there and did nothing, which is wow. pretty much the theme of 2021 right now. Like, yes, I'm paralyzed, so I'll just sit here and stare at my like phone updating me with yep. news. Um, but then I got another Matt Hegg book, How to Stop Time. That was good. I read that. And now I'm reading some kind of like cheesy, not, I don't want to say cheesy. That's not fair. I'm reading a YA book that I heard about that I thought would be easy to read. And then I thought I could also kind of like on the slide preview it for my daughter because I think it's okay. But it's one of those where mm-hmm. you're like, eh, I don't know. So yeah, that's about all I got in me as far as well, reading those, goes. That was quite a few. I can only remember the one right now. Yeah, but... It's been really, I did read The Midnight Library. I think that was I really liked that one. I really, Mm -hmm. really liked that one. Um, He's a nice guy. I responded to one of his Instagram things. He wrote me back. Really? Yeah, several times, different times about things. That's really cool. Yeah, it is cool. I I really loved that one. How to Stop Time was, was good. It was interesting. There was like some Shakespeare in there. Um, premise is really good, but I felt more uplifted by the Midnight Library. He's got a really neat story too, because he was, um, clinically depressed for many years and almost took his own life mm-hmm. and then started running and like, is very transparent and authentic online about struggling with things. And we should say in case anybody wants to just be aware of that, that there is um, in the midnight library, there is suicide. That's a theme. A theme yep. in there. So just be warned if that's something that you mm-hmm. don't want to read. And instead, um, pick up a YA cheesy novel with a vampire on the front. No, I posted last night. I was like um, in bed and it was late and I was trying to like catch up grading math. And I was like, and then I'm going to read a YA book because that's like all I've got in me. And, and somebody sent me a couple of them that were like, oh my goodness, like Victorian werewolf something something. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness. Tell me more. Tell me more. So I have some new ones coming well, my way. Well, you sent us Adventures with Waffles to read yeah. aloud to the kids. And that has been so much fun. And we've now decided that we're not going to read anything, any chapter books that are even remotely educational anytime soon. We're just going to go with funny. <laughs> It, it's very funny, but there's also a couple sad moments. But there are a couple sad moments, but it's yeah. like the way they deal with it. It's just, a, it's an excellent book. It is. I yeah. love it. My daughter We're probably going to finish it tomorrow and everyone is sad. So I'm hoping my Amazon order comes. Well, you know, today. there's a um, sequel that's coming out in the U.S. It's already been released. I think the author's Swedish. And I think Norwegian. Norwegian sounds better. Yep. We're going to go Norwegian, yes. That's where the book it takes place. Well, anyway, then, so. that, that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's already been released in Norway. I think it's called Lena, the Sea, and Me. And I think the UK version might be out, but they do make separate UK and US versions. Um, I think I bought the UK version. I have yeah. that coming and the other one written by that author. Oh, yeah. Astrid, Ast- something. Astrid the Unstoppable? Is that mm-hmm. right? That okay. sounds right. Yeah. She's such a good writer. 
I mean, it was making us cry, laugh until we cry. Yeah. Well, and then, <laughs> and then cry. And then you start laughing because of the way they handle some yes. of the things that are so hard. Oh, it's, it's just mm-hmm. such a sweet book. She's coming to the Real Love Revival, you know. I know she is. Yeah. I'm so excited. Very exciting. So exciting. Um, trying to think. I think in February. The so, end of February. I know because I just actually, <laughs> we are not homeschool planners, but I feel so untethered this whole past year that I was and so overwhelmed that I was like, I'm just going to go on all of my resources that I love online resources. And I'm going to write in when the live things are. And also my kids are really into birds right now. So I went um, chalk pastels and our journey westward, no sweat nature study have um, bird themed units yeah. that we're going to do. So I just wrote it in like each day. I've never done a schedule. That's but that's good though. So I know that's the end of February. I've done two months. I feel like that's a good place to start when you're feeling overwhelmed. Like at least schedule in the things that are that have certain times or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good news is, if you want to go to that read aloud revival event, there's still there'd still be time to join by the time this podcast comes out. So head on yes. over to readaloudrevival.com. Okay, end of that. I, um, I <laughs> yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Um, when I first joined, it was totally for me because my kids were a little bit too young for the live author events to be. I'd be like, shh, I'm listening. Yeah. Well, but and there's stuff for moms, too. There's master classes. There's a mama book club. Um, we just read Hound of the Baskervilles. Um, my first time reading a real... Uh, like real Sherlock Holmes book. I've watched wow. Sherlock. I've read like different stories based on, you know, or like historical, not historical fiction. Just, well, yeah, I guess historical, like, a, you know, fictionalized versions of things and stuff. And, um, mm-hmm. and one of our favorite things ever was to listen to the Jim Weiss, um, yes. Sherlock Holmes stories. And so, um, it was my first time ever reading it. And you know what the thing is? It's not... I was a little intimidated. I was intimidated by like Jane Austen, too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm intimidated by Shakespeare. But again, Read Aloud Revival just did a Shakespeare event with Ken Ludwig. Um, mm-hmm. And he just makes it seem so approachable and, like... His book is excellent. Yes. Yeah. How to Teach Your Kid Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? We'll put links yep. to all the books we're talking about in the show notes. Like the Homeschool Sisters... Dot com. Um, but Jim Weiss also, somebody I, I talked to a couple of times, wonderful so human. Cool. I got to tell him about how we used to like drive around in our beat up, dusty old green minivan. And that uh, we would listen. The, the like one good thing about that minivan was that it had a CD player. And so we would listen <laughs> to his CDs endlessly. And I just love his voice. I would listen to I him. too. Like, read the phone book or any of those cliches that they have about mm-hmm. <laughs> people with great it's voices so but yeah and his his Sherlock stories are nice like if your kids are kind of getting to that point where like some of the stories feel like a little bit younger and you're looking to sort of transition a little bit he does have stuff for older kids that's good to know my yeah. kids would like Sherlock right now and as an we adult, have a CD with Greek them. mythology mm-hmm. he's doing Greek mythology we like yeah. that one yeah you know like we had um some of them that, that we had were kind of like early like folk tales and mm-hmm. um you know like sweet stories like in Aesop's fables and things like that yeah and so he does have if you go to his site like whew, he's got a ton of them 
on there that are oh, that's good to know yeah that would be good for and then of course he narrates story of the world um mm-hmm. which yeah that's a go-to we're jumping back into for history it's been we said we were going to and we started it in the spring i feel like and we've fallen off yeah we we haven't done it for a while um and you know it's like of course when Christmas break comes, it's this chance to like kind of reassess and reorganize and see where you're at. And I feel like even though nothing is changing in some ways, things, you know, things are changing. And like, so, you know, my daughter had tried one thing for history and she was liking it, but it just felt a little like too nebulous and out there. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Ooh, Jim Weiss. (laughs) So we're starting (laughs) over. Um, with that and um then we're gonna mix in some history unboxed boxes too because we're doing american history um and we have the american history subscription and again like i mentioned somewhere in this podcast when we talk about kiwico i'm a little behind with some of the boxes (laughs) just a little it happens i've just got a home science tools had like a forensic sale on all their stuff. I just got their dissection sale. I have owl pellets coming. You did? Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's like a home. That never gets old. Right of passage Please. to dissect an owl pellet. I don't know. My kids have <laughs> <laughs> My kids have gone to so many classes where it's like dissect an owl pellet. And it's like <laughs> My kids still love it. Yeah. It's so funny. But it's yep. funny because like the nature museum will be like, dissect an owl pellet. And then like three months later the library will be like, dissect an owl pellet. It's like it's just synonymous with homeschooling. I think people are it like, totally it's is. the go-to. And it's funny because I, I actually just wrote a newsletter to my list about this, and I forget why. Maybe it was about home science tools. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. But the day that I bought the owl pellet, I emailed my community and was telling them the story that um, years ago, my youngest two, my daughter doesn't like being in the spotlight and their birthdays are really close. So she wanted to have a party, but she didn't want to be the only one that people were singing to. So so we had a joint party at our favorite nature center. And they did like animal tracking and learning about mammals and birds and like all this stuff. And I, I sent everybody home with an owl pellet in their goodie bag. And all of our friends were public schoolers at the time. And I got home and I had so <laughs> many texts and they all said basically the same thing. They were like, Kate, what is this? Did you send me home with poop? Kind of. It's like, you're welcome puke, for the poop. But no, I was like, no, it's kind of puke. Yeah. Puke. Other end. It is fascinating, though. and It is. Yeah, and we grabbed, they had a forensic sale. And so my friend Jennifer and I, we both have kids right now who are very interested in that kind of thing. And so she's like, all right, so if you get this one and I get this one, we can you know like we're gonna back and forth because yeah which um yeah we're because we just cannot get enough of of the forensics stuff right now now i want to do that yeah it's fun it's super fun and then we found these games um and we did one on thanksgiving and we did one on new year's and i mean the thing is you have to remember my kids are older so, like, this mm-hmm. is not for little tiny people because, I mean, well, we've joked about how Clue, like, you pull out Clue with your yes. kids because you're like, it's a board game from my childhood and we're going to love it. And then you're like, oh, yeah, somebody gets murdered. And it's like, oh, 
Yeah. So, but there are these really cool like investigation kits where you get like all this background. It's almost like uh, um. Oh, what are those ones that we both did? Like the escape room. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like those. Um, That's cool. What are those called, though? I'm trying to think. There's like a couple of sets, like mystery, like dinner dinner parties. Yeah, those things. Yeah, but I we'll have to link to it in the show notes if I remember. Um, there's the one where you go to like the guy's lab. Are those? Ooh. Think Fun? Those aren't Think Fun. Oh, Think Fun has a series of Escape the Room games. Is it? Maybe it's Think Fun. Um, but we can link to it in the show notes. But So it's kind of like that, except you're solving a murder, which seems really like gruesome and terrible, but like one is set during the 1940s, and so it's like history and kind of interesting. And Like I said, my kids are older. This is not like, if you have like a two and three year old, this is not like, you know, I'm not pressuring you. <laughs> It's okay. I I purchased a print and play game, one of those from um, an online, not online. They're like an in person escape room, but they pivoted during all this, so they're producing online print and play, so you can do it at home where they can't be open or oh, that's people, smart. You're not supposed to gather. Yeah. So anyway, so on Christmas Eve, I had my family open it, and it was the Christmas Eve murder. So we. <laughs> We had sushi this year and solved a murder. There you go. Yeah. I mean. It's memorable. Yeah. Might be weird, but it's memorable. You're all together. You're all doing your thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh, when you said print and play, it reminded me, um, we got the game Guess Who, um, and it was seriously like eight bucks. And my daughter just, we've never had it. And she was like, oh, I want to play Guess Who. And I was like, I went on Amazon. It was like eight bucks. I was like, this is an easy win, <laughs> like less than $10. <laughs> so we got it and I love it. But then we went on Etsy and you can find printable guess who of like everything, like the office, Marvel characters, Disney characters, like all People are amazing. different We ages. had U.S. presidents. Ooh, wow. Yeah, that. That would be very that actually fun. is a really great idea for stealth learning right now. Yeah. Would be to get a couple of those. And you could even, I mean, if you were really, really feeling you could crafty make your own. and you had the skills, you could make your own. But there's a ton of them on Etsy. I saw someone, an article ages ago of someone who had done their family, like their whole extended yeah. family. Yeah. And photos. That would be so fun. That would be really fun. I'm not that organized, though. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you have to have photos of everyone. And that's like, you know, you're just like mm -hmm. Uncle Carl. And he's just like a stick figure. It's like Uncle Carl isn't. We don't have any photos of Uncle Carl. <laughs> he lives in Wyoming. He never comes to visit. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone has an uncle like send that. Send us a picture, Uncle Carl. He's like, I don't have that on my phone. Shows up once in a while. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, um, I like though. doing that though because the original Guess Who has like one woman and it bothers me. Yeah, but the new one, the new no, one I know I saw that way. Did you get better. the new one? Yes. Yeah. For eight bucks, you got yes. the new one. Yes. And the oh. catch was, it said it was going to be like two weeks to ship, and I was like, well, it'll be a fun surprise when it gets here, you know, type of thing. Mm -hmm. It got here the next day. And it was a fun surprise because she was super impressed. I'm missing two Christmas presents still. Ooh, I think we only have one out there. I ordered my niece doll clothes from Latvia and Russia. <laughs> Didn't realize it. <laughs> Etsy bloopers. 
Um, they finally came. <laughs> it happened. So I think that's all that's left. I think we're just... No, no, two. You're right. I, but I know that one is on its way. The other one is kind of like... <laughs> Good luck! <laughs> Mine keep updating that they're coming soon. Yeah. But I did. I so. put, like, I started a page in my notebook to be like, these are all the things that are missing a few days before Christmas. Um, Smart. Well, because everything was... Yeah, everything was missing. And then we got two presents stolen off of our porch. Porch by pirates. Porch pirates. Which led to my husband and I writing an entire movie called Porch Pirates. About a <laughs> gang of kids who use lots of fun Rube Goldberg devices to thwart the Porch Pirates. It's like Home Alone meets <laughs> Goonies. We think it could be a franchise. TM, copyright, nobody steal this idea. Nobody steal it. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by KiwiCo. A new year is always a great time to discover new things about ourselves and our interests. And it is just as important for the kids in our lives to make these same discoveries. With a KiwiCo subscription, your child can discover something new all year long. KiwiCo's seriously fun and innovative crates provide accessible science and art projects to kids of all ages. For trailblazing toddlers to more experienced explorers and every age in between. Kara, what KiwiCo goodies have you enjoyed recently? Oh, man. My daughter is still going through her stack of Eureka crates, which um, we had a little stockpile of because I am notoriously behind on all crates <laughs> and all all crated uh, curriculum that we use in our school. Um, but it's so nice for winter to have those on hand because like those gloomy days when you just can't there's nothing to do um so she pulls out all kinds of really i mean it's like she's making handy household items like she made an electric pencil sharpener i mean amazing we needed one of those and the pencils of, are never sharpened no and instead of just going on to like amazon and buying one she got the experience of making one and like every time we I, I don't know. Like, I, I might be imagining it, but I feel like every time we sharpen a pencil, she's kind of like, yeah, I made that. <laughs> As Not in a bad way, just kind of like, eh, you know, I can no make things deal. now. <laughs> Encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. When they're finished, watch their confidence be as big as their smile. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. While they might not be able to go to fun places right now, you can bring a whoa, awesome experience straight to them with KiwiCo. And unboxing a crate feels just as exciting as receiving it. Oh, and kids love getting mail. Isn't that the best? Definitely. Definitely. Oh, man. Um, everything they need is inside each colorful crate so your child can get started right away. With KiwiCo's hands-on art and science projects, kids can engineer a walking robot, design a paint pendulum, conduct bubbling chemistry experiments, and more, all from the comfort of home. Everything you need to make STEAM seriously fun delivered to your doorstep. Get 30% off your first month with the code HOMESCHOOL. That's 30% off your first month at kiwico.com, promo code HOMESCHOOL. This episode is sponsored by Photo IQ. Photo IQ was created and is taught by Gus Cantavero, a professional photographer and filmmaker who has shot advertising, documentary, and photojournalism around the world. He was also homeschooled, so he knows what you need in a course. 
Photo IQ is the only course of its kind with more depth than any high school or even intro college course. You'll get graded quizzes and feedback on your assignments to build your portfolio and school file. Intro to Digital Photo covers camera basics, intro to still life and food, portraiture, landscape, action, and more. You'll learn about photography while hearing stories about the photos from Gus's travels. You'll even receive a free camera buying guide to educate you on your purchase before you shop. I would have loved this when I was so 16 cool. years old and got super into photography and just only had access to like old magazines at the photo store. <laughs> that is so cool. Photo IQ has no ads, subscriptions, or time limits. Take or retake the class whenever you want. You will have email support and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Okay, so nothing to lose there. Email help at photoiq.co for any questions. Use the code SISTERS for 30% off until the end of February. And again, we'll put those uh, that link in the show notes at thehomeschoolsisters.com. I was telling my uh, my daughter because she does have this interest in forensics and and i mean she has an interest in so i mean the apple does not fall far from the tree you know mm-hmm. i've done mm-hmm. my best to like insulate her from the super gory stuff but like it just you know yeah i'm trying to but still she's she's fascinated by all of it and you know kids and their passions like oh okay so here's the thing um i told the story on instagram so i won't stretch it out but my son is taking a college class right now, and he figured out it's an engineering class, and he helped to figure out their first project because he used to play with snap circuits all the time. So, who knows what could come from her fascination with crime. So, right? I'm trying not to thwart it, and yet I'm also trying to be like, um, like, if I get a really gory true crime book, I just send it to you instead of, like, leaving it around the whole house because... <laughs> Holes are important, though. Yeah, they are. Which reminds me, we're about to go down a cake baking one, which is making me a little nervous because that is not in my wheelhouse. (laughs) Like, yeah, decorating and stuff. Yeah, we. My daughter went through like a cake decorating. I think it will be fun. They have um, they have classes a couple of different places. I think Wilton even has some classes and things that you could take Ooh, for online free. yeah oh really yeah maybe we'll do that because I, my concern is that and i'm like i'm calling it now because it will happen with this particular child that they the child wants it to look as it does in the photo yeah so i've been trying to show a lot of like pinterest fails and like laughing and being like <laughs> have you watched oh what is the show on netflix nailed it nailed it yeah <laughs> maybe that would be helpful i don't know we were what they were this started because they were all into um sugar rush christmas actually we all were really interested in sugar rush christmas so now they all they all three of them want to bake things they said they're each going to bake a cake a week <laughs> which i don't know yeah. i was like maybe we take turns because we need to eat it yeah Ooh. yeah like i wonder if they could make like little teeny tiny cakes i have a 6 inch cake pan that I got on um, Amazon because somebody told me that's the best way to like form your hats after you've knit them. But I 
haven't actually tried using it for that yet. So Mini could, cakes would be really fun. Yeah, or you could, I mean, you could do cupcakes and then they could each decorate. Like they, I tried to say that. And that won't we, work. Yeah, they're, they've yeah. got this book that we received for Christmas and mm. it's got like, it's not for kids <laughs> and it has a wedding cake in it. <laughs> so I was like, this, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> You're not allowed to make I a wedding like cake we unless somebody's getting like, married. <laughs> a kindergarten level, like we need to work our way up to that. But yeah, they've got big dreams, and I figure at the very least they'll be doing some math and problem solving and probably conflict resolution. Yeah, and and again, dealing with some of the frustration, perfectionist things because I mean that is hard, and I I understand that mm-hmm. tendency. I'm a yes. little haunted by that still in recovery. I would just love for the baking to be more joyful than it is when it's happening. It's always yeah. joyful when it's done, but it's yeah. We're not at a point right now where it's like a. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'm trying to remember. We got like a set of all the tips and a bunch of piping bags and things like that. And I got that. The little spinny thing some- to do flowers on. Um, but I think Wilton has videos. And then out school might, but I thought there was something else out there that had, like, is there a craftsy or something like that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think if you Google it, there's a ton of um, free. Yeah. I'm going to do that. And YouTube, too. Although YouTube, like we've often talked about, is such a minefield because. Yes. <gasps> I shouldn't even talk about this on the podcast, but now I went, <gasps> so I have to. Everybody's going to wonder what I'm talking about. I, okay, so I bought the baby doll clothes on Etsy. I bought the office, um, uh, guess who on Etsy. I bought, oh, I'm trying to think what else. Um, some printables for my planner on Etsy. And then one of my, last time I went on there to check for something, one of my, like, recommended things, the lady was not wearing a shirt. And she had, <gasps> plug your children's ears chandelier type apparatus <laughs> Madonna like hanging as a suggestion is like a based on your recent purchases I'm like <laughs> I need to go ask my husband like what did you buy from Etsy <laughs> but it's just my account I can tell actually I can tell what we bought from Etsy and we have not bought anything oh. that says that you should put chandeliers in your there's some sort of error in the algorithm yeah yeah. Also, I was a little surprised. I was like, um, Etsy? Like, I actually got, I'm not surprised because I was looking for Christmas cards on Etsy. Um, <laughs> it seems so innocent. <laughs> it seems so innocent. <laughs> Christmas card for your husband on Etsy? It was not. Oh, no. Yeah, mm. they do. They have some. It was very naughty. They have some very, very naughty candles where I'm mm-hmm. like. Ew. You know what? That's probably what it was. I was looking for like a normal candle and then it came up with the <laughs> pervy candles. And then they're like, hey, if you're looking at pervy candles, let's go straight to nipple chandeliers. Like, <laughs> but I wasn't even looking at the pervy candles. I was just trying to find a nice normal Actually, I got a hookah candle. Mine, mine is going to be a mess then because that's the last thing I bought. And the, the, often the front of the card looked okay. 
but it was the next when you click to open it. Was it- so I clicked on a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. All chandeliers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, Etsy, you're supposed to be safe, Etsy. So anyway, watch yourself on YouTube. But I bet there's videos on YouTube. And I bet there's a lot of like failed at things on YouTube too. Maybe oh, we did this in our co-op one time. And we purposely did like a, not failed it, nailed it. We purposely did like, you know, you're supposed to make this. And then whoever's like nailing it the or failed it the best type of thing. And it was oh, nice for the fun. kids. Yeah. We also had a Bob Ross painting day in our co-op. That's really fun. I'm starting to miss our co-op, which tells you something, because I don't like going places. I mean, I like people, but I don't like going places, and I'm starting to really miss our co-op. I had a reader write to me about, so I don't remember what now, but in it, her last line was, um, I'm, start, I'm starting to miss people, and mm-hmm. I don't like people. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, that's so relatable right now. I know, I... Yeah, the thing is, I I like people, but I'm an extreme introvert, so I'm very Mm -hmm. easily overwhelmed by peopling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. By, like, being out there. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Talking, and, yeah. So I'm, by the end of co-op, I'm like, we're done now, right? Even though it's, like, 11 a.m. It's usually later than that, but I just, you know, it's like, we're done for the day. We get to go home and go to sleep. I just read something about that was it that article about like the the shauna sent us yeah yeah Yeah. we should share that That one that was so relatable the whole thing yeah i felt like that after last week or the week before i had to take all three of my kids to the orthodontist and it was first thing in the morning i don't know what i was thinking yeah well like really it was like a but that's the thing like you're not really you're not really thinking because like it's the emotional exhaustion of things which mm-hmm. is what this article is about and about how like so we're not like we all have kind of like this not all of us i shouldn't say all of us i'm sure there are people out there who are like just just taking care of business every day well t swift is not she me said, released a bunch of really good music two albums you know what i'd be able to tracks. do stuff too if people like brought me all my food and like <laughs> clean my house for me like did my laundry and now seriously the laundry i don't i'm not i'm not i'm blessed taylor swift she is very very mm-hmm. talented she is i'm not trying to attack taylor swift but and i also don't think she would be the type of person that would be like everybody should be totally doing all this stuff oh, right no. now so she's okay no, this is probably how she handles her stuff like but in a stressful anybody who's telling you what you should do right now Nobody's done this before. I want to so give them. You know what I started? I've started calling it. I I was joking with my husband last night. The um, social distance hello, which is like you know an elbow. <laughs> but I'm like I'm gonna give you a social ins- distance hello in your nose. Like I'm gonna just elbow people. So yeah, you can just elbow people that tell you what you should be doing right now. Give them a little social distance or, hello. Or say Steakums bless. <laughs> Which I like want to adopt. Yes. I've never, I've, I have a Twitter account. I have not been on Twitter since I started Twitter. It's just a robot on there that posts my articles. But all of this, this year, I found it to be bite-sized news. I could follow like certain specific right. things. Yes. 
and go on and get like a bite-sized chunk. But then I realized that steakums, which I've never had in my life, <laughs> I remember friends in college eating it at two in the morning, three in the morning. <laughs> it is hilarious. They're, There's some really funny They're very accounts. sassy. Yeah. I um I like the social media accounts that are like trying to be fun and personable mm-hmm. for, for different companies and stuff. That's kind of fun. I can't yeah. think of any right now. I think we just need I, it right now. I still don't do Twitter. <laughs> um, well, I, I barely do Twitter. But I know that like the other day I was sending you something and I'm like, did you see that this just happened? And you're like, wait, is that on the news? And I realized like you still have little kids. You can't yeah, I watch can't the news. news like I can. Um, I mean, my kids will be like off doing things because they're, they're, they're so old. I don't know what happened. They're so big. Um, and it's lovely, but. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. So mine, mine is Twitter. Yeah. And. And mine is just refreshing my news app over and over mm-hmm. and over and over. And thinking that finally something is going to be like, hey, guess what? It's Thursday and everything is good. Like, I just, I, I don't know what I'm waiting for. What, what am I waiting for? What am I waiting for? For somebody to just be like, you know what? It's going to be okay. There's too many things Everything's that we're waiting gonna for Everything's going to be right okay. Now. And I don't know. After the last year or so, even more than that, I'm kind of like. Last, last week? I'm, I'm not so sure it is. Like, but you know, you got to stay, you got to stay hopeful. Even though I saw this thing that said that like, hopefulness is good, but it can also keep you in denial. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. well, all right, now, I just, I don't know how to feel anymore. Like, I want to be hopeful, and that's but I also why don't want to be trouble. dopey. Right, that's why we've had trouble podcasting and writing. Yeah. yeah. Because it doesn't feel super hopeful, and I don't feel super right helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, in the beginning, um, it was really nice to be able to help people who were new mm-hmm. to homeschooling and people who were, you know, kind of freaked out about like, I think it was mostly, you know, newer, new, I mean, not, not, not just people who suddenly were homeschooling, but, you know, within the first three years or four years where you're still really mm-hmm. getting your feet under you and you could just be like, you know what, this is okay. This is normal. Things happen. You know, you've got this, be gentle, read books, you know, mm-hmm. play outside if you can. And, get in nature and cook together do you know you could tell them all these things the especially the parents with like the little kids where you just realize how much you don't need to worry about yeah like I said like how stressed I was about my son playing with snap circuits for like three hours a day and then it's like yeah 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 I mean kids are learning even when it doesn't look like it fits in a neat little box or it's quantifiable or, you know. They can't not learn. Yeah. It might not be what you're hoping to cross off your list, but. Right. Right. So I feel like we could be helpful them, but now I feel like a potato, like, <laughs> you know, just. Yeah. People are like, hey, what do you suggest for math? I'm like, did somebody come to my house and do it, please? A potato with all of the, like, mm-hmm. eyes coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're doing Mr. D, so that's good. And my daughter's doing Math Mammoth, which is hard to say. <laughs> math, we are math doing math. Mr. D for ASL that we mm-hmm. just started. And my daughter does Nicole the Math Lady. 
Yeah. That helps. Yeah, I outsourced math for all three of my kids and I have for several years and it was a great decision. That's why when I was having trouble starting again this year, and actually when I say this, we never even had a first day of school. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. So I don't even know if we started, like what is school this year? But um, when I started like making some plans for the next couple, few weeks, eight weeks, um, I was like, what can I outsource? Because it doesn't matter right now. No, there's no magical classroom where everybody is excelling no. and feeling perfect. And if someone's telling you that they're A-OK and having a great time with everything, I, I think they're a big fat liar. <laughs> you can give them a social distance hello. Yeah. Which is an elbow in the face. I will, I will just mute you. Elbow in the ribs. I don't know. I'm not really much of a... <laughs> I, don't, I don't really throw elbows in real life, but, you know... Um, I'm a I'm a big old squishy pacifist, but it just feels nice to be able to. Well, my husband was giving me a rough time last night because he he pulled the prescription label off of his bottle and then stuck it to the counter. And then I was like, I was in the middle of making dinner, and I'm like, "Do you need this?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Wait, hold on. Like, how am I supposed to? Do you like what? What is the deal? Like, and I mean, we were joking. We weren't like in an actual yeah. fight, but I'm like." what, this is like part of your system, you know? And he's like, yes, this is my system. I peel it off, I put it on the counter, and then I call. And I'm like, so you just call Walgreens and you're like, sticker! Like the automated response, you know? Where it's like, are you calling to refill a prescription? Sticker! And so we were just giving each other a rough time. And then I told my daughter I was going to give her father a social distance hello upside the head. <laughs> because that's where we are right now. And that's also why I've started prepping you just dinner have to at, laugh about it. at lunchtime. That's that's my one big tip that I've learned. Can you come do that for me? It's just so Food dark, dark by like four. I don't want to do it. I wish I got energy. My my husband, like that's how he deals with stuff. He's making like a closet system in our closet and he's working a ton. Is he? <laughs> when he comes home. Yeah. And he's doing incredibly overwhelming, challenging work yeah. too. He's not like... I mean, yeah, and he comes home and he's building things, yeah. and I'm like on the couch, like, you need to eat again. <laughs> I mean, he's a doctor. We've talked about that, right? He's a doctor. He's yeah. dealing with this yeah. like, directly, and mm-hmm. then he wants to directly. I wonder, is he an INFJ? Yeah. No, INFT. I don't actually know. There's one of those that like that's how they deal with. That's how they like recharge is to do a project. Oh, that's totally And it's like one letter off. I'm an INFJ. And it's like one letter off. Me too. And I'm like, how can it be one letter off? Because like, when I'm overwhelmed, if somebody was like, you should do a project, I would be like, you want to smack You should do a project. (laughs) Project this. Yeah, exactly. Let me give you a project. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, so it's, it's weird because I feel like when I complain, like everything's so hard here, he is like treating COVID and then he comes home and he builds something. Yeah. I'm like, well, but we all cope different ways. Right. Totally. And I don't want the people who think that like the people who are just like, Hey, I like to do projects when I'm overwhelmed. Like, okay, I get it. That's awesome. That's your thing. It's just, that's why we have to realize that everybody, I wish it was my thing. A little different. We all have different personality traits. We all have different, Mm -hmm things that recharge us yeah when we were on our honeymoon we had to have a conversation about how we weren't hiking 
and I love hiking that like we were going to have a couple days where we just sat on the beach and read books and it was so hard (laughs) so hard somehow we ended up like on the beach one time and my husband was like in dress shoes I don't remember how (laughs) this happened and he was just like squatting like he didn't want to sit in the sand he was wearing like like and yet our kids were like Head to toe in sand, but in regular clothes. It's I don't know. It's like we we just I don't, like we fell out of an airplane and we're just on a beach or something. I don't know. It was so weird. And then we went to the smoothie shop, like covered with sand, and we were trying to like wash the kids off. And we're like, we're really sorry for what we did to your bathroom. And we bought four smoothies and left them like a twenty dollar tip because we're like, I'm sorry about your bathroom. I don't remember how this happened, but no, he's he's not a beach person either. But he's not really a hiking person either. So, I don't know what we would do if we went on a trip like that. But it, it definitely would not be hanging out on the beach for several days. We did that once in Mexico, but there were other people around. Like, it was for my mom's wedding, so it was, like, lots of family around mm-hmm. so we could talk. Remember when we used to be able to see family? <laughs> my gosh. I'm going to forget what they look like. I'm going to need to guess who, like, someone on Etsy to make one. <laughs> Who is that again? <laughs> For your kids. That's your uncle. That's Uncle <laughs> Carl. The one in Wyoming. Anyway. Okay. So <laughs> we're doing okay. We're sort of back to school-ish. Right? Like, we started back mm-hmm. this week, but basically my son's college classes and my daughter's math. And then we're going to add in history. And then I'm going to add in some home science, tool science. And yeah, that's, that's where, that's where, where I am. How about you guys? Yeah. And lots of um, guess who. <laughs> all year we were like, I was happy if we managed to read and do a little math. Yeah. And so we're sprinkling in more. I mean, some days we accomplished more. But that's but the thing too. I had yeah. to set the bar really low because it's hard. Reading covers so many mm-hmm. bases. Like, this book that I'm reading that I cannot remember the title of that I'm going to pass along to my daughter, I think, um, it's, you know, part of it's set in Scotland. And so it's like you're learning history, you're learning geography. Like, is it, you know, the same as doing like a formal unit study on Scotland? No, but sometimes like because you're reading something and there's a context to it, it actually sticks a lot better than... If you're doing, you know, if you're like, find Scotland on the map. What's their major export? <laughs> what's Scotland's, like, what's Scotland's bird? I don't even know. Like, what? <laughs> Do you remember that? Like, having to learn, like, like state oh my birds? Gosh, all those, why, why did we need to do that? I, because That's we needed so to be kept busy all day so our parents could work. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think the expectation was that we just... They needed to fill our time during the school day, so we would have to do things like memorize the state bird of, like, Wyoming. I'm picking on Wyoming this week. I've never been to Wyoming. I'm sure it's lovely. I hear My Carl daughter. loves it. Good old Uncle Carl. Uncle Carl. My daughter was having trouble with conversions of, um, what am I trying to say? In volume. Okay. And like pints and quarts and all, and like tablespoons. And so she had mm-hmm. a, a 
a lesson on that. And she was really, really frustrated with it because it wasn't clicking. And I was like, you know what? We don't even need to know this anymore because you just turn over your shoulder and say, hey, Alexa, how many tablespoons? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Need, or you pick up your phone and you Google it. I was never right. good at that either. It's like a spatial yeah. skill that I don't have. And I was like, listen, this is like an old thing that's in the textbooks that is not a priority. That well, it should be like a major thing this year. And that you again, well, yeah, my daughter, she was doing a measurement study and it was like, you know, how long is this paperclip? How long is this whatever? Yes. And it was like a little fake ruler and like a little picture. And it's like, you know what would be more fun? Like pull a bunch of random items from around the house and have your kids measure right. them instead of being like, this black and white paper clip is this long and this like whatever is this long and this little mm-hmm. football that looks like it's the same size. Like, I don't know. Um, it's yeah. just not an emergency that you have all no. those down. You're the- not going to be stranded on a desert island and like somebody's going to be like forcing you like to bake a cake in order to survive to the you know i mean unless you're on like a game show like whoever can make the best cake we were obsessed with alone at the beginning of all this and i was actually like really jealous of the people (laughs) that got dropped (laughs) in the middle of nowhere and had to fend for themselves and like would hear bears in the night i was like it must be so quiet there the problem i have is whenever you talk about alone i think of naked and afraid oh my gosh which i've never watched i've never watched alone i've the only reference i have to naked and afraid is when leslie jones did a skit on snl of being like (laughs) contested on naked and afraid that's all i know but like whenever you talk about it i'm like i wouldn't want to be out in the woods naked they're not naked on alone like why is this (laughs) This is why I get the Etsy ads. Yeah. I saw a meme that said naked and afraid is every time you're at someone's, when you stay, remember staying overnight at someone's house. Yes. (laughs) Visiting family. And you get into their shower and you don't know how to work their thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Because what are you going to do in there? Um, you guys. Which way do I turn it? You guys. It's really hot. Oh, wait. Now it's really cold. It's really cold, you guys. Do I need to? Is somebody doing laundry? Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, Alexa, how do you work the shower? Yeah, if you're staying in a place where Alexa works the shower, you're you're in fancy town. It's gonna be okay. You know what I need help with? If sisters have tips for this, we. So another thing my husband has done during all of this has re- been redoing our like. <laughs> sound system in our house and like speakers and he's like really into how the things sound and so long story short we now have a couple echo dots that don't work into his plan so colleen had told me that colleen kessler raising lifelong learners had told me that you can use it in your kids bedrooms to have an announce feature which is awesome. It's like a 70s style. My aunt used to have one intercom where I can say Alexa make an announcement. She says what it what is it? And it goes to every room. What? Yes. What? It's magical. They so can you can be like, we're having chicken, potatoes, and like, green beans. If oh, anyone no. has any problems with that, get down here and make your own dinner. You can do that. Exactly. Yeah. Or in my case, I could just be like, dinner's ready. Dinner's ready. Hello? <laughs> Hello? You guys? <laughs> and I forget what my 
question was that I was going to ask about that. I'm, well, because I started talking. I need help with it, but I can't. No, it's fine. I interrupt you all the time. I just don't remember. It's gone. Hmm. How to do it? I know it's a frustration because it's here because sometimes they're like making fart sounds and stuff like that. So they like send fart sounds down to me. So, so maybe you had something to do with that. So it's working. It's working sometimes. Mm. Sometimes I want to not have it in their rooms. I've threatened it multiple times. We finally got a ring. You send another fart sound down here. I'm coming up there. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to steal it back. Um, We got a ring doorbell. My mom sent me a ring doorbell after the Porch Pirates incident. I'm Uh very excited about it. Don't tell anyone in my neighborhood because the sticker is on the door. But we still haven't actually installed the ring doorbell. But we did figure out how to put it together. But like... (laughs) That was like a week. <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed by technology. I, technology is really, really yeah. hard. So now we have to actually put it up. But I'm I'm very excited about this for for all the reasons because people will just be like, Hi, I'm here to like ask you if you want your like siding redone. We don't even have siding. Whatever, whatever no random soliciting. service, and I'll just be like, I can be brave behind my wall, you know, <laughs> even though I'm like wearing my J. Crew joggers and my Shit's Creek sweatshirt, and no, no glasses, or I'm just blind. Can be like, no, thank you. <laughs> Very excited about it. We don't have that. We have a bunch of like other random cameras. Yeah that my husband set up and they're never working right. So he's always texting me being like, can you like let it know that you're home and all this stuff? It drives me nuts. Yeah. Like if it goes off when I'm at, well, I don't go to friends anymore, but whenever it goes off in my pocket, I just ignore it. I'm like, yeah, that's our alarm system. Yeah. Well, we have, yeah, we have like the alarm. Probably picked up a squirrel. Cameras and stuff. And the most entertaining thing is like when one of the cats activates the alarm and you just see like their face up really close. And then you're like, Astrid. And she's like, woo! Like, she's like, <laughs> they like look around for the dog. You'll call the dog's name and they'll be like, where are you? What's going on? <laughs> that's the, that's the best thing about having an alarm system. Also, you know, probably not getting, like, you know, robbed or whatnot. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah. When we were in um, Jamaica, like two years ago now, so glad we went, we had a, a, groundhog take up residence in our yard because the dog wasn't there <laughs> and it kept showing up so we got like daily updates it would go and we once had a fox go right up to our door and sniff the door which was kind of cool too really yeah yeah so it's like a nature cam too we used to have a fox in addition to porch pirates in our old neighborhood and one day it just like came out of our garage and the kids were like <laughs> because it was just so random that we had a fox in our garage and he just trotted but like he trotted away and like took the sidewalks like this is my neighborhood i was just out for a jaunt like not like i'm gonna go back into the trees or you know we have whatever. a family across the street and i love them we um one year had i still remember i was making sandwiches it was lunchtime i probably told the story already and the screen door our sliding door had the screen so it was warm and my kids were playing outside and i was making their lunch and i just all of a sudden heard them like yelling a fox a fox and you know when like you hear something and then all of a sudden you're like wait what and i went out in the backyard and there was a little kit running around our backyard and somehow gotten into our fence and couldn't get out and my kids were like frolicking with it i was like that is a wild animal (laughs) we we 
are in nature all the time. You know not to run after it. It's not a puppy. <laughs> so did you like, have I to? Believe I had to tell you, like, that. put it in the right place, or did it figure it out, or did its mom come um, and get it? I I opened. I'm sure the mom was nearby watching, like wanting yeah. to probably like not be quick happy with my children. <laughs> I opened the gate and it ran out eventually, but okay. I brought the kids in. I was like, "Hello, <laughs> we've seen." Like, we've seen a bear before, we've seen a moose before. Like, you know, we don't run after it. I know it's cute, but, like, yeah, it wasn't a joyous event to chase but that poor thing. Baby. <laughs> it's a baby. Our our neighbor's dog got out last week, and um, I saw it, and I was worried that it was going to, like, run into the street or something. So I knocked on their door, and it seemed like they weren't home or weren't answering, but, I mean, they have little kids, so they were probably just busy or whatever. So I took their dog and I just put it on their little screen in front porch. And then I came inside to get their information on our Facebook group, our neighborhood group. So I could be like, hey, because I don't have their phone number. So I could be like, hey, I put your dog on your front porch. Because, like, I totally could have seen our dog getting out, like, when we had little kids and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff was going on. You're cooking dinner and whatever. Um, And then I got on Facebook and I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> so relatable and then the next morning i woke up and was like oh my gosh i put their dog on their porch and i just like left (laughs) and i'm sure they were like griffin did you learn how to lock door like where are the doors not griffin i don't think it's griffin anyway i think that is so i think he's a little griffin something i think that's his breed but Mm -hmm. i don't know because i'm a little i'm a little nervous around little tiny dogs even Cappy? Is it Cappy who gets out all the time? I, we have a dog, too, that gets out all the time, and I have to, like, return him to his house, and they're just like, oh, Cappy. And I'm like, I'm like the oh neighborhood gosh. dog catcher. <laughs> the only time that ever happened with us was with our, our old Belgian Shepherd. He was, like, 11. Actually, maybe he wasn't that old when it started happening, but he had been, we have, like, a, a tall fence in our backyard, and he ended up getting epilepsy, like, long story short, and it made him a little daffy. And somehow, even being on these medications that made him his gait weird, he learned to jump over our fence <laughs> and then he'd get loose. And also he was this was when this was the year of the pants, not wearing pants. This has just come full circle mm-hmm. because in addition to being late because of the pants, I had this dog that I was afraid was gonna escape during the like ten minute drive to the preschool with a kid that didn't want to wear pants. But he got really weird and he wouldn't come when called anymore. He'd run away from me. And so sometimes I'd be like, okay, I have to leave you out here. And then my poor neighbor, several times, once in the rain, was like texting me like, your dog is here. I'm standing on your, at your front door. <laughs> and he like couldn't even walk. We were still trying to figure out his medications. And everyone thought he was a bear. That's the other thing. Because we live in a town with bears, and he was very, very furry. And the way he walked during that was not like a dog. So he had this, oh. like, kind of, like, yeah. So the police, during this period of time, because it was maybe, like, three or four months where he got out a lot, sometimes when we were home and we just didn't know, the police would call my house and be like, <laughs> I think your dog's <laughs> Yeah, that or it's a bear. I'm getting bear reports, and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, so sorry. You have bears that close to where you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yep. we, we don't have bears here, but a couple years ago, we had a bear very temporarily, and it was, like, a big thing, and somebody made a Twitter account for the bear, and oh he was, like, 
he was like Barry the bear and like they were following all of his actions and he's like I just wanted to come down here because you guys are bears fans because we're like near enough to Chicago and all that kind of stuff and it was very funny I don't know what happened to him he must have wandered back but we don't I love we don't technically have bears where we are we have them and it's a big heated because not much happens in my town if you post so you're not supposed to have your bird feeders out until they're hibernating so you take them out november 1st and you you put them away at the end of march so if somebody it's usually like some cute elderly person in my town will be like look at what i found at my feeder like there's a bluebird Mm -hmm. and shares the picture that it just goes like ballistic with people being like you're the reason why the bears come to migrate my trash cans it's just bear drama all the time but the okay so wait there's there's black bears and brown bears and one of them is like okay and the other one doesn't like humans so much right like do you have the kind that's like they're fine like you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to do anything to it there but they share so if you if you have a bird feeder out and they find it and they empty it and they eat it, they're going to remember that and they're going to come back because they, they like, yeah. I saw a talk. We had a, some guy come and talk about bears and how bear behavior. I'm such a nerd. And I went to it. <laughs> it was like my exciting night out. But he was just saying like, you, you need to not feed them people things or let them have access to, we're also a farm town. So like animal feed, they'll oh, break yeah. it and like, Stuff like that. Yeah. So, but they wouldn't, unless you did something to them. Okay. Well, that's good. So it's like safe-ish. I'm like, are you? We saw one. We were up north. Are you, (laughs) is your current environment safe? Do you have bears? Yeah. That's not what I'm threatened by. Okay. (laughs) Like my laundry baskets. Stop looking at me, laundry. No, I have a video one time. We were up in the lakes region of New Hampshire and we went to this one lake where there's campgrounds. I forgot what we were doing, but you could like walk around the lake. And so we started walking and there was a bear, a big bear in the trail facing us. So we came, literally came face to face. We were, you know, dealing with little kids at the time. And my oldest, so Matt, Matt kind of like alerted us and was like, you need to stop. And so we were frozen there and my oldest son just started screaming and he scared it away. It was so funny. Oh. We had the whole thing on video. He loves to watch it now. He thinks it's great. He was like, bear! Bear! <laughs> the bear was like, oh, gotta run. <laughs> the bear's like, he also no. did that to a moose one time. Gonna run and it was so- to a moose? We saw a moose. We were up high. So we weren't, we were close to it, but we were up way above the moose on this trail. Okay. And it had just snowed. And the moose had snow in its antlers it was beautiful and I had my phone out I was the, ahead of everybody my husband and the kids were behind me had my phone out was about to snap the picture and my oldest was like they attack people in Alaska <laughs> the moose went flying off I now with a moose I know this because I've heard this story hearing Sarah McKenzie speak she has a story of a moose <laughs> encounter so you're supposed to go off in their um peripheral they don't have like peripheral vision so you're supposed to go off and then and then, and then you can sneak away so like they won't chase after they're you not, once you you're get not out of the there. smartest thing well yeah but they are big and they're they are gigantic yeah really really big it's a it's yeah, a great it's story fitting. when we when we first moved in here we had a mother moose and two what are they called 
mooselets. It's a big calf. Are they a calf? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but they were in our backyard, and my husband took off chasing them because he had never. It was like his dream to see a moose because we do have them in New Hampshire, and he just ran off in the woods after. <laughs> it's like that's not what you're supposed yeah, to do. I'm pretty sure that's not like the first but thing. Then, but sounds like it turned out okay. I mean, he is building right. a closet now, so he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> right before we saw the moose with the, in the snow, like maybe 10 days before, a moose had run through our backyard behind our fence. There's like a hill and it came running through and my kids were like, look at this deer. But <laughs> deer are graceful and moose are not. I was like, that's not a deer. And so he was like, there's moose everywhere. He was so nervous to hike. And I was like, you just won the moose jackpot seeing two in the span of like a week. Like that will never, it, you'll go like 10 years without seeing another one. So they're not super common where you are. They're just... There, I mean, there's some in my town, but they're not out. That like people, it depends. Yeah. You can see them, but I'm not gonna. I I would have a better chance of seeing a bear. Okay. Or a fox. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or now we have we have crows in our backyard, and Ooh. I was telling my family this because our dog is kind of obnoxious, and I'm like, you need to like not let the dog bark at the crows because crows remember faces, and like they're smart. They have funerals for each other. They have funerals. Like, you need to, yeah, they've figured out, like, things where they put nuts in the middle of the road with the stoplights, and then they know yes. how to go and grab it. I'm like, you do not want to wrong a crow. I'm going to have to add, I bet there is a crow documentary I can find for our bird unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they are really, really fascinating. Yes. Yes. Um, That would be good. That would be really good. Curiosity stream, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to check it. Yeah. Yep. All right, so you so guys, basically you guys are going to study birds. Learning about birds. You're going to make cakes. Mm-hmm. Birds and cakes. Maybe a bird cake. I think get this all, is like, good. Really good at it. Did we talk about how by making a cake, you'll learn, like, your daughter, she'll learn yeah. some of those volume and measurement and all that kind of Definitely. stuff. And, yeah. Definitely. And, and she'll actually, like, see it in action, which is so much easier. Like, I mean, sometimes workbooks and worksheets and all those things are terrific but sometimes seeing something in action is so the hands-on yeah you can't beat that hands-on it's learning so much fun yeah plus then you can use the cake the next day and say hey if you guys hurry up and get that bit of mouth done <laughs> you can have a piece of cake you can bribe them with the cake you should find it. it's like a little six inch i think it's wilton little six inch cake pan they could each have their own little teeny I mean, it's still a lot of yeah. And cake. then they could do so. What they but. were like, Mom, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna each pick because they have these. We also have this nerdy nummies book, yes. which is really really yes, cool. Yes, yes, we have that. Yeah, involved. yeah. Okay, so they have books of that level out. Yeah, and they're very cool. Yeah, but like I don't have. But she um, is like gel dye and like super Minecraft shapes. artistic. Like yes, yeah, yeah. So all three of them think they're having curly sugar rush and they're going to each bake a cake and my husband and i are going to grade it which is that will be a whole host of problems yeah no you can't do that everybody everybody gets a participation (laughs) you get a gold star you get a gold star maybe we'll have you know what you do you'll get like yours is the uh has a lot of colors and yours has 
some shapes on it and you're like i don't know just random attributes to each one but but yeah. don't even say most because if it's like it's the most colors then you'll have like yeah. a, but i have green and blue and purple and orange and it's like okay hold on just everybody. oh my gosh this the sibling stuff yeah during this time mm-hmm. is either i'm thinking like oh look at how they're doing this cool thing together and they're gonna remember this mm-hmm. or it's like you said he's good at this i'm good at that too i'm like i Mm-hmm. Stop! Everybody's in their rooms. Everyone yeah. go to well, your corners. We've had a lot of. We've had a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. I I kicked them outside for an hour the other day, like 1982. <laughs> I was like, "Don't go to the bathroom <laughs> and then go outside. You'll be fine. It's really sunny. It wasn't particularly cold." But yeah. we're having work done in our basement, and the guy that's in the basement was laughing. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, you need to just leave. We need to have a moment. You need to go outside." <laughs> Yeah. And if you keep coming in, I will lock the door. But that's the thing. We need, right now, we need to do, like, what we need to do for our mm-hmm. families. And it's going to be okay. It's a lot of together time. And sometimes hard. you need to not have Yeah. It. it really is a lot of together time. And I can remember, and now I want to give myself a social distance, hello in the face, saying to my counselor, like, you know, like, in March of 2020, mm-hmm. like, it's really... I, I'm not, like, it's okay because, like, we take walks as a family every day and we've been spending so much time together and we have all this extra, you know, and now I'm like, yeah, that was, like, mm-hmm. almost a year ago now. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I have one who's awesome but has to, like, talks all the time about everything mm-hmm. and it never stops. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just like, can we just not talk for a few minutes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. About Pokemon and Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I do miss Pokemon Go still. I wonder if you could still do that. Like, if they still even have it. Probably. We were into it for right? a while. But, um, so I ordered a, a bunch of little things to go with this baking thing and a bunch yes. of things to go with the bird. And in my defense, I did have a bunch of gift cards that people had given me for Christmas to Amazon. So I had not ordered from Amazon in a long time. And I did this week and it's all coming like yesterday and today. And so I had to like hide the evidence because it seemed like <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I had to, I was like, okay, guys break down the boxes put, put them in the recycling now <laughs> no it does sometimes it seems like like you order stuff and it all comes at once and it's like it looks scary but but the thing is like you know the it'll be like packaging is poor it'll be like one thing in it that makes me feel right. terrible wasting paper or i ordered toilet paper because our store doesn't have any right now and again so people. i got like 48 rolls of toilet paper from Amazon or whatever. And it's like, yes, it looks like a big box of fun, but I assure you. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I assure you, it's not. Yeah. That's so weird that that's out again. Yeah. We're out of bananas. And they gave me a substitute of dehydrated bananas. And I was like, this is not a substitution. No, that's exactly, exactly the same. Nothing like it. <laughs> I was like, I was going to make smoothies with this. And now what do I need? Like, nobody wants to eat them. They're kind of creepy. I'm sorry if people like them, but they're just kind of, I don't know. (laughs) I like my bananas hydrated. (laughs) 
to soak them in water overnight. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, this is not okay. No. No. It's not as bad so. as the time they gave you a tiny <gasps> lunchbox size bag of chips, though. That was Walmart, and I am still upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst substitution ever. I was yeah. having the worst week during the pandemic, and I just wanted some Cape Cod potato chips or anything kettle cooked would have been fine. And they. And I ordered a family size bag and they gave me a bag of Lay's baked that you would get at like lunch when you were in Those middle little, school. Little lunch size bag. It has like three chips in it. And they're baked. I cried i was like really up that was one of those straw that broke the camel back moments when i was like what did you do to me walmart (laughs) (laughs) this is really mad they also gave me i wanted um spray with bleach in it and they gave me something called parsley spray and it smelled really good for your counters but like if you need to clean like a situation where you might want I, not a lot but sometimes you need bleach I don't want to clean it with parsley <laughs> I don't it was not the same thing <laughs> yeah I could see that I could see that and that's an why I haven't been ordering from there in a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah oh. so. <sighs> these are small problems to have though they are but like you it's said, just sometimes there's some days something like, hits you and it's no. like, why does it just all have to be so hard? Um, I would rather get no bananas than this weird <laughs> bag of weird bananas. Well, because then you still have to pay for whatever the substitution is. Oh, I complained because yeah. I'm, I'm at this point where I need like somebody to complain to sometimes. <laughs> Like, I just don't think this is a substitution that could, like, that person had to go through the store. To, yeah. It wasn't even the same section. Don't they text so, like, you and be like, hey, they don't have bananas. Do you want me to do something else? No. Oh, Ship does that. I like that about Ship. They'll text me. I don't know if we have that. Yeah. And they'll be and like, hey, we're, you know, they don't have any oranges. Would you like some orange lip gloss? And I'll be like, no, thank you. Um, this is just the grocery store <laughs> delivering, and I think they do tell me that they made substitutions, but I think yeah. I get that after. And you can click, like, don't make a substitution for this, but it was banana, so <laughs> I didn't know there was, was one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, no, there should be. Um, okay, so so last thing I'll say, speaking of um, just needing to, like, take your frustration out on someone, Um we had an orthodontist. Everybody else was like, he's not that bad. And I'm like, I, 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 I do not like him and his iPads and his fancy coffee machine and his, cause his staff was mean. Like they were just mean and rude about stuff. And so, um, we had originally said we were going to take my daughter there and we didn't, we went to a different orthodontist and they still call me like once a month and they're like, she really needs to come in for a follow-up appointment. And this time, I missed the call and I got the message and I was like, you better hold on to your little dental whatever, Jordan, because I'm about to rip into you like nobody's business. And I was so angry because we keep telling them we've gone with another provider. Please like take us off our list, your list type of thing. And I was ready to call. And then it was like, your call cannot be completed desired. And I checked the number oh. and I was like, and so I was like, I dialed it again, and I'm like, oh, I'm so mad at you and your stupid little tiny mirror that you stick in people's mouths, and I'm just gonna let you have it. And then, like, it didn't go through again, and I was like, 
like I ate something <laughs> and I like had some tea and I was like, I feel like, like that was like a, like some, the universe stepped in and was like, do not call don't, and don't yell at this poor person who like probably has worked there for like two weeks. They just gave her a list and they're like, call everybody on this list. And she's like, I'm new and I'm cute and I'm 22 and da 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 da. And this crazy woman is going to be like, take us off your list. <laughs> you can shove your iPads and your K pods or whatever they're called. <laughs> K cups. Anyway. <laughs> I wish you could go to mine. I our orthodontist is so much fun there mm-hmm. that I I actually while I'm there I'm like maybe when I re- like retire I could but it doesn't even make sense because she's older than me so she would she'd be retired too yeah I would like to work there music dogs mm-hmm. like they're yeah. happy I went, they're always having some sort of contest and prizes yes. I went to an orthodontist, or not an orthodontist appointment. I don't have to go to the orthodontist right now, thankfully. <laughs> I went to a doctor's appointment today. It was like a spa in there. It was like the music was playing. They had like essential oil yep. diffusers going. I was like, yes. can I just stay here for the I rest of the day? I wanted to stay there. Can I just like put my feet up in the little chair and I will just be here and I'll drink your like water with cucumbers and lemons. I kind of funny story about how we ended up with our early morning trifecta orthodontist women is because a couple of days before that, I had it orthodont. I had the triple orthodontist appointment, and I knew it, and I had it written down, and I knew that it was at one o'clock, and we would go. Except that, what is time? And for the first time in my life, like, so the phone rang. I pick it up, and it's them. <laughs> We thought you were going to be here. I was so embarrassed. And at the time, my kids were so loud in the background. And the lady, I was like, I would never skip this. I feel so bad. And I, I blah, blah, blah. We could come right now or I'll take any open whatever. And I said something about like how I love going there. That it's like a peaceful. <laughs> you just said. And the lady was like, do you want, do you, we're, we're closing the doors at 430. Do you want me to sneak you <laughs> My kids just like hollering in the background. I was like, oh, yeah. I could sleep at Dr. So-and-so's. That would be, yes. it'd be very peaceful. And that's why we so need to be nice to people because like you were just, you had stuff going on. And so if she would have been like mean I to had you, nothing going like, on, well, but Sarah. you had, you had children like running around. And so she picked up on that. She, she, you had children running around. She was like, so instead of being like, you know, she was like, oh, I can sneak you in. You know, like if we can yeah, just I'm be like, nice to people. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're here. Like, I'm so <laughs> glad. I, I know you're here. That the phone didn't work and that I didn't like unload 10 months worth of anger I, on someone I who didn't deserve it. grocery people. I just wrote an email saying. I'm yeah. sorry, but I don't think that this is an adequate substitution. They were like, no worries. Here's your whatever it costs. The thing yeah. is, that probably costs more than the bananas. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so, okay. We just, we, we're all doing the best we can. We have to, tr- we have to try to keep it together, but there are going to be times. We all deserve a moment or two. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we will have links to everything we talked about today over in the show notes at thehomeschoolsisters.com. And have a good day, Kate. You too, Kara. Okay, bye. 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 
Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister. Sister.